welcome back to the Resilience Key Podcast. I'm your host, Steph Corbell, and as always, I'm super stoked to be here with you today to explore yet another topic designed to help you channel your inner grit into personal growth. Thank you so much for listening today. And if you haven't yet, go ahead, hit that subscribe button so that you don't miss out on any of my future episodes. I release a new one each and every single Friday morning. Also, if you're a regular listener of the podcast, I would appreciate your help. Please give this podcast a rating or share it on your social media, and that will help this get heard by more listeners. So here's something I've been saying to myself a lot the past few weeks, mainly because on a personal level, I've been dealing with some pretty difficult family issues. The Buddhists, they've got it right in a lot of ways. The source of all suffering is indeed desire. Okay, that might sound depressing, but let's unpack this idea. Desire can lead to suffering, especially when we want something so desperately that might be impossible or something that honestly we can never have. And yes, there are things in life that we can't have. Look, I know this is a self-improvement podcast, but I don't buy into the cult of endless toxic positivity. There are indeed some things that we need to make peace with and accept that may never be possible for us. Now, this said, desire can also be a good thing, as when it's directed towards something that is possible, it can lead to leveling up in life. It can help us set goals, work toward those goals, and move forward in our lives. The key here is learning to navigate between practical and impractical desire. Learning to discern what is a possibility and, frankly, what is not. A big problem that many of us have is this. We want to change things that we can't possibly change. That is an impractical desire. So how do we do this? Well, one way is that we get stuck in our own past. We want to go back and change our actions because hindsight is 20-20 and we think, oh, if I just hadn't done X, Y, or Z, things would be so much better now. We get stuck thinking about things also that happened to us in our past. This is extremely common in folks that come from abusive or dysfunctional families. When we were young, things happened to us or we witnessed things that happened that we wish never had happened. And in our contemporary lives, we ruminate endlessly about those things, those those tragedies, those traumas, and those injustices that we never deserved. And as much as all of these things hurt, we can't go back and extricate ourselves from those situations. Yet we mull them over and over and over again. And some of us, we even get obsessed by those things or consumed with anger over those situations. And while it's warranted, It's not helpful because we can't time travel and change our actions or someone else's toward us. What are some other impractical desires? These have to do with wanting other people to treat us differently. I've said it before on this podcast and I will say it again over and over. You can't force someone else to do something. The only thing that you can control are your own actions. Yet even so, we focus on wanting and wishing people close to us to love us in the ways that we want to be loved or to show us that they care in the ways that mean the most to us, even if those ways don't necessarily come to them. 
We want people to see us in a different light, updating the file, so to speak. But we can't change how other people perceive us, no matter how hard we might try. Some folks simply have their minds made up about us no matter what we do. We want recognition for our achievements and validation for our accomplishments. But really, the best validation is that you can give yourself. And it's super easy to get stuck in a bottomless pit that can't be filled, especially if no recognition is ever enough because maybe you have a lower sense of self-worth. No one's validation or recognition will ever make up for having low self-worth. All of these impractical desires, these things we wish we could change but are impossible to change, they can lead to all kinds of issues and all kinds of suffering. We can get stuck in the past, we can get depressed, we can get down on ourselves thinking that things are our fault when they're not, we can get overwhelmed or frustrated or angry, and none of those feelings are productive. Additionally, all of those feelings take us out of the present moment, which is the one and only thing we actually do have control over. So now, do you see how desire can be the source of suffering? I'm not suggesting that we bury or suppress our difficult emotions, particularly when it comes to things that have happened to us in the past. We all need to process emotions in our own time in our own individual ways. What is not productive is getting stuck in them. And what I would propose as the most beneficial thing for our own mental health is learning to discern what desires we should pursue and when it's simply time to let go of a desire. Sometimes you just have to let go of a want. For me, coming from a dysfunctional family and a pretty painful childhood experience, I crave that idea of family. But will that happen for me in terms of having a close blood family? No, it won't. Is that fair to me? No, it's not, not really. But it is what it is. And I can't change the circumstances of my own family of origin. What I can do is focus on creating a family of choice and surround myself with those people. And more on that coming up. So if you're someone like me who in the past has gotten hung up on things you wish you could change, know that there is a way to extricate yourself from this cycle by learning to let go. So for the remainder of this episode, we'll focus on some strategies for that. And here's what's worked for me, and I hope it helps you too. First, if there's an issue that's been plaguing you, either in the present or in the past, ask yourself honestly, is this something I can change? If it's a past event, no, of course not. There's nothing you can do. If it's a present situation, does it mainly involve how someone else is reacting to you or treating you? If so, hard truth, you can't do anything about that. Some people will never see you or treat you in the ways you want. You can't force someone's thinking. You just can't do that. So if the issue is something that absolutely cannot be changed ever, spend some time alone mourning that. Maybe set a time limit and some boundaries around that so it doesn't impact your daily life. And if it's a big thing, a big issue, maybe an issue with a family of origin, I highly encourage you to contact a therapist to help you process any of these emotions that you may have bottled up that you need to let go of. You have to let things out before you can let things go. Second, learn to ground yourself in the present moment. 
If you find yourself getting mired in the muck of impractical desires, start taking a look around yourself. Journal about what's happening right now. Maybe Google grounding exercises. Find some things that you can do that will anchor yourself in the here and now. Try out some meditation classes or techniques. Honestly, what I find the most useful for myself is movement. And seriously, that's likely why I've gravitated toward distance running most of my life. Being present in the moment in my own body through outdoor exercise, it helps me stay anchored in the present day. It helps me to stay focused on now, on my breath and my footfall, rather than letting my mind wander to things that can't be altered from my past. Now, you don't have to go for a 20-mile run like I did this morning. You could always just take a mindful walk around your neighborhood. Walk slowly, fully take in the sounds and scents and sunlight. And this is a great exercise, honestly, to do daily just to stay grounded, and I highly recommend it. Third, Learn to find gratitude and express gratitude for what is. A personal example here, I was dealing with some difficult family things myself over the weekend, and I let myself feel all the feels, and then afterward, I consciously made the decision to accept that certain things just suck, but they are what they are. And then I made a phone call to my best friend, and I told her how fortunate I feel to have her as my surrogate family. I was able to flip the script in that moment. Yes, certain things aren't fair, but in my present life and in my family of choice, I am fortunate. Be grateful. Even if things aren't great right now in your personal life, I bet there are one or two small things that you can find that you can express gratitude for. Write those down. Make a daily practice of that. And if some of those things are people, well, go let them know. It feels good to get a call out of the blue from a friend saying, hey, I'm grateful for you. We should all learn to do that more. In short, don't let yourself get stuck wanting things that can never be. Learning to just let go is one of the greatest gifts that you can give yourself. Did any of this episode resonate with you today? I would absolutely love to hear from you. You can connect with me on my website at stephcorbell.com or on my Instagram page at stephcorbell, that's C-O-R-B-E-L-L. Thank you again so much for listening today. And don't forget to subscribe and share this episode and tag me if you found it helpful. Until next week, remember that you're more resilient than you realize and you're stronger than you know. 